This is part two of our three-part discussion on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. As always, beware of spoilers and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Thomas Savoy, and this is the show where you can chill with us as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is produced by Savoya Studios and is part of the Savoya Media Network. To find our shows, just go to SavoyaMedia.com. All right, this is part two of the three-part discussion on Rise of Skywalker that Nick and Nathan joined me for. If you haven't already, you can catch up on part one by going to our website or finding us on any podcast app. Without further ado, enjoy the show. After, what's, what's the planet called? Kojimi. Yeah, Kojima. They go to another moon of Endor, not the forest moon with all the cuddly bears. They go to Kefbur. And apparently that's where most of the Death Star landed, even though it was right above the forest moon. It's still mostly on that planet for some reason. Would have killed the Care Bears if it landed on there. But how does it... Gravity, Nathan. It's science. It's physics. (laughs) Why would it get a gravitational (laughs) wrench of another planet when it's literally sitting on top of the atmosphere of another one? No, see, it went around because of gravity and it catapulted into the other planet. Obviously, well, Emperor's Isaac Newton looking <laughs> on that planet. That... They crash the Falcon because, of course, they find some ex stormtroopers, and then Ray is like, "I'm going to find that stupid wayfinder and kill Palpatine." I like how because... she knows which one to go to. Yeah, it's like, like they could have landed on any part. Any like way. they could have looked at the Death Star from any direction, and the knife wouldn't have worked. They they stood at the Death Star at uh, at that that exact cliff, and she held the knife. Why does it the knife? How does a knife work? Like I oh. really didn't catch it. I had to rewind it just to understand. I was like, "What the heck? You just a little you thing. Just matched it in like I a like little puzzle." Off like that. Yeah, I saw it, but I was just like, I wouldn't have really guessed. Like if I looked at it first, I had to rewind it and pause it to look at it again. I was we just like, oh, okay. Something. Kylo Ren cool. said that Rey was the granddaughter of Palpatine and she got very angry. No, I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. After Even that, she just lost her whole sense. Like, Yo, apparently why? she knew which Last Jedi completely wrote that out. <laughs> Can we talk about like her her double, like what she looked like when she was a Sith? Not gonna lie, yeah, she... her like her her lightsaber, the double sided one. That's actually kind of cool. She should have had that. That's what she was originally gonna have. She's gonna well, have a double sided blue one. I was just one. like, oh. I hope she doesn't get those teeth though. Yeah, that, yeah she her Sith teeth. <laughs> why did she have? Why did they have to give her like demon teeth? It's like the yellow eyes. It just happens, right? I no. Didn't Palpatine Just have give her like, teeth. like freaking snake teeth? No, he honestly, yeah, they no. gave her sharp teeth. Even Palpatine, wait, did oh, Palpatine didn't have teeth? <laughs> Palpatine had, he had like teeth. <laughs> he would never look good. He had until they like he looked pretty melted his crusty. You know, he had dentures. <laughs> I am all the and Jedi <laughs> dentures. <laughs> Uses the forces <laughs> with the little shattered teeth. <laughs> I, that would have been but a even fun. like zombie Palpatine didn't have sharp teeth. 
No, he had he a had, like, like crusty no like brown teeth or something. Yeah, floss. I guess Sith don't do much with their teeth. Why? Except for Dooku. I think he was an exception. He was like a Dooku was, was like a proper. He was a Duke he had nice or something. Teeth. Or Count. <laughs> Count the Duke. Duke the Count. Dookie. Really? <laughs> That's what we've devolved into. Oh, but after after <laughs> Sith Ray, Kylo Ren is conveniently there. The heck does he yeah, pop when, out of there for? When they he see his fighter, like... out of a hole. God, <laughs> he's a stalker. <laughs> and then Yo. they fight. It's a good fight. And then Ray kills him. And then. Oh yeah, he turned back to the light side. Actually, the, I thought that was the fight was wasn't bad. It wasn't because this was yeah, the it was only fight, fight. This was the only fight where like Kylo actually won without without getting a cheap shot. Because like he he then, beat Ray and then he got distracted by Leia's Force mm-hmm. vision or something. And, and she just took his lightsaber and stabbed him. I'm just like, why? Why would you stab him? And then he and then she just heals him. They, you notice how they, they try to establish that in the beginning, where she heals the snake, but they don't the explain. Snake. They don't explain how it does. How she does it? Why she they, just force control the snake? They actually did it in the Mandalorian the first. Yeah, exactly. With oh, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's why they released that episode early because they wanted to technically establish it in the universe before they put it on the big screen. So they don't complain about people. There, people don't complain about it being made up for the movie, which it was. Yeah. See, I have an issue with the fight scene. The beginning of it was good, but it was just later on. It was just you can tell like the whole like slashing with the sabers was kind of getting lazy. Like if you looked at it again, it was just more like just broad strength, just of just you know kind of fancy movements or you know swift movements. They were just all broad. I didn't like that. That's a good point. It just looked a little lazy to me. That's um, like the first half was fine, but the, near the end, at, at it was just I wasn't for it. Yeah, I. That's actually. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like the visuals look good, and technically the choreography is pretty sound. It's just there's no like lazy. form to it. It's just like hack and slash. Like they just. It's not like the prequels. Yeah. yeah. Which I expect a whole broad strength coming from Kylo, just because of the way his saber is made. I, I expect that from him, but not from her. <clears throat> Since she uses a staff, you know, I figured she would have some type of swift movements. You do see like, them geez. in The Force Awakens when she fights it's... with her staff. Yeah. I know, and then, like, and then we get a glimpse of, in the beginning, like, her training. You saw how bad her training movement was? Or she, she fights even... like Nebula, always Ugh. screaming. Ah, yeah, yeah. What's what kind of Jedi is she? First of all, it's what like she had to use a stick to destroy the little friggin' orb things of her lightsaber. I'm just like that. That's kind of sad. He had to use a stick. Like you look at the to win that. Um, the Luke versus Vader fight. The saber fights were more like fencing, like you know, a traditional sword fight. They didn't. They didn't get really yes. flashy because they didn't really feel the need to. Isn't like. Isn't like the Anakin and Obi Wan one where they're like this? Oh like, no, but it was still pretty decent. Oh no, yeah, it was because they focused more on the emotions of the fight and yep. and Luke's anger and 
you can still see it. Like even like the two Vader versus Luke fights, they're using like mm-hmm. they're keep using the sabers to keep themselves at arm's length and then doing parry techniques while still, you know, keeping in defensive position. Like what you mentioned, keeping at a fast pace still. Yeah, are which you, was yeah. Are you trying to say that duel of fates and? No, no, um, because Anakin versus Obi Wan aren't flashy. <laughs> no, because in the prequels they had like they had these forms, you know, they had it down to like a technique. So I read it somewhere where it was like someone said that they the set, Jedi and Sith had trained and battled each other for so many years that fighting each other was more like a dance at this point because they had rehearsed it so many times and they knew what they were doing, and it makes sense. Like you look at Anakin and Obi Wan. They had they knew each other and they sparred so many times that yeah they're going to be flashy because like this is them at their peak and they were trying to find any opening they could to fight each other. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the in the the sequels and it's just you know exactly. It's, at least it's not as like slow as Episode Four. Do you remember Vader versus Obi Wan in that? Well, I always thought it was more of them scoping each other out, like being careful, Still. and they got old, too. <laughs> just, just imagine if uh, it's Vader pulled out that little spinny move from when he fought Obi Wan that time. Well, it was like you know, like how he's all twirling, just randomly, just Vader just twirls the, the saber out, and Obi Wan's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Right. Watch that, Sonny. <laughs> I mean, they, they try to do that. They have Ray do the spinny thing, you know, but. Bro, that, that, mm, I don't want to call that spinning. I don't know what that was. It was. Ugh. I just don't like the way they made her. She's too. Unhinged. Close. Getting close. Unrefined. We'll leave it at there. Uh, So after she heals Kylo, she takes a ship. There's something she like carjacks him and then goes to Exegol with the wayfinder that he nope. had, right? Wait no. a second, didn't she he destroy the wayfinder? Remember, he destroyed no. it. Yeah. Okay. Remember, yeah, he did. Kylo still she... has a wayfinder. She goes to Octo to live out her days in exile like Luke. Ironically. And she destroys it? his TIE fighter <laughs> and he was a, she was about to throw Luke's saber into the fire, okay. and Luke was yep. like, no. Are you stupid? (laughs) And she's like, "Oh, but but I'm gonna be just like you." And he's like, "Don't do that. Was stupid." Pretty much, he did say that. I was wrong. And then he pulls a Yoda, takes his X-wing out of the water, which shouldn't be a thing because his door for his hut was the wing to his X-wing, so it should technically have three. She could. She retrieves the Wayfinder from Kylo's burning ship, and then goes to Exegol. Okay, so the Luke thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of a cheap shot because it's like, yeah, oh, he's doing the Yoda thing that he didn't do in the last movie. Mm-hmm. I di- that was like the least of my problems with this movie because it was like the last Jedi was him realizing he had made a mistake, right, and to embrace his failures. And in this one, he flat out admits, yeah, I, I made a mistake, but I'm going to help you uh, make it right. You want to know how that felt to me? What? It felt like he was basically saying, I'm sorry Ryan wrote me this way. It, it felt like 
they made Luke apologize for what Ryan Johnson did to him in The Last Jedi. Even though I really like Luke and I thought it was like a nice scene, I still rolled my eyes at it, which I did with a lot in the movie, but that was like one of the big eye rolls. I think one of the biggest eye rolls of that scene was when he said he knew she was a Palpatine and Leia knew too, which no, they didn't because they never got her on the desert planet and they didn't know who she was. Literally, when she meets Luke, he's like, who are you? Where did that come? Did he realize she was a Palpatine after he met her? Probably that power she realized. Yeah, but then he said Leia knew. They like to pull things out of thin air. Yeah, you're do you right. think Luke was an appropriate choice for the Force Spirit to be there, or do you think it should have been someone else? It had to be Luke. Like either Yoga it or... It had to be Luke. He, he was like... the only one who could provide closure to anything happening in this movie. Because I was and wondering, was it was just like... He knew. It's just his advice were just so... <laughs> kind of bland. It's like, so I'm being honest. Yoda... If it was Yoda, the first thing she'd say is, who are you? If it was <laughs> oh, like yeah, Kermit. If it was Anakin, she would have said the same thing. Obi-Wan, same thing. It had to be Luke. Actually, Obi-Wan, they could have like the weaseled away for Obi-Wan to do it because he technically talks to her in her voice vision. He could say, oh, I've been watching over you this whole time. Um, but yeah, yeah the but other ones, yeah. No idea who she is or who he is. It's true. It would be kind of cool to see Anakin again. Oh, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, so Luke lifts the X-Wing and plays Yoda's theme for some reason. Um, because they want to remind us that the originals happened. The Empire Strikes Back. That Yoda's still better. <laughs> and then, um, so she flies off. Um, Luke doesn't do anything. He's still stuck on the rock. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so they go to Exegol. She just finds Palpatine. He's just been chilling there. Yep. Yep. Um, With a bunch of freaking needles and medicine stuff injected in him. And this little, like, freaking, I'm going to call it like like the little crane you see in the, the toy things. That claw. That's what he looks like. The claw thing. That's what he looks like. He's just freaking just moving around in it. Ugh. Kind of gave me creeps a little bit. Can I just say that the the Ray's whole journey in this movie feels like a Zelda game or something. It feels like a video game where she's just going to waypoints and then talking to NPCs and then going to fight the final boss. It's like Palpatine is not an active antagonist in this movie. He just sits there. He pulls about a million Star Destroyers out of some ice. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. But there's there. While she's going to Exegol, uh, the the other people that she left on not Endor go back to not Yavin, and they find <laughs> out they find out Leia's dead. Chewbacca cries out in pain, which was the saddest part of the movie by far, because all his friends are dead. He's stuck Poor with guy. a bunch of weirdos he doesn't like. One <laughs> <laughs> so almost killed him. <laughs> Can we talk about how Jeez, Leia died? Yeah, I just realized that all of his friends are dead. Jeez, I didn't. I really didn't realize that till now. Except, except for Lando. Except yeah. for him. Yo, being Chewbacca must yeah, suck. That's about it. Then 
Uh, Poe and Finn are made the generals of the resistance, and then they plan out a last a last ditch attempt to take on the first the final order, as it's called now. I forgot that they stopped calling themselves the first order. They're now the final order. They're only two orders. The, <laughs> the first and the final. <laughs> Suicidal. But, I don't think second order would have been as imposing. Conveniently, Lando's there and is like, oh, me and Chewbacca are going to take the Falcon, do a victory lap around the galaxy, get every single person we know that will fight them and meet you there. In the span of a couple hours, yeah. How? Pretty much, yeah. That's what it seemed like. Probably, let's say like a good maybe three to five hours. And the only that, that might be how they know how to get the Exegol is because Rey is transmitting the path to them with through the uh, X wing and uh, the wayfinder. Everything seems so convenient. It's like, oh, she found the way. She's on the way. Okay, we'll save time by having her transmit the signal instead of them finding out what she's been doing. Well, they didn't know they were gonna. She was gonna do that. They're like, oh, we're getting a transmission from Luke's ship. That hasn't been around for years. Yeah. Who else could it be? You guys knew Luke was dead. They didn't know Finn where she knew. went. Finn knew. They had Somehow. no idea where she went. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go over? Um, you know the uh, the scene with Harrison Ford real quick because that's very yeah. important to what happens. The, the other best scene in the movie. Oh yeah, it's it's up there with like like the, the Yoda scene from Last Jedi, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Han is in a Force vision. He's in Kylo's memory, and after Kylo saved he gets this vision from Leia to tell him that he, there's still good in him. Um, cause he realized he doesn't want to. It's basically the same lines from the force awakens, except it actually has an impact on him now. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool how they repurposed it. It was really nice. I was not expecting Harrison Ford to be on my screen when I looked up there. I was like, the dude hates star Wars. He came back for another one. I first heard it, I thought it was going to be Luke. No, he, and he hits Luke's guts. He wouldn't accept it. Does he really? After he turned? The last the last interaction they had, it was like, I'll kill you, I hate you. And Luke tried to apologize and he didn't accept it. And that was also him, like, after he was gone, gone. Now that he's back to the light side, would he still hate Luke? Or would he be like, yeah... I, I I went a little overboard. <laughs> you know, as it I is. I did a bit too much. See, that's they have this. Uh, ben Solo is so intertwined with what, what makes him such a great character is that he's so intertwined with the, with the old cast. He there is so much potential for good interactions with him and the other characters, but the only one he ever interacts with is Harrison Ford or Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. They should. There were so many moments that should have had closure in this movie, Luke and Kylo being one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason Kylo turned evil is he was mad at Luke or whatever. Or he um he hates Luke and he's he thought, trying to find he him. He thought Luke was gonna kill him. Yeah. That was like that was like the knocking over the final piece for him. Yeah. But um yeah, that scene was good. If there were two scenes that like made me tear up in the theater when I first watched it, it was Harrison Ford talking to Ben and uh, Chewbacca uh, crying about Leia. 
Both is it of bad them? that I didn't tear up at all? You're heartless. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't have much feelings in that movie, if I'm being honest. It was I probably just- felt like relief in a sense, but that's about it. Because they felt so tacked on. It it didn't I, I agree if the if I probably I would have been a lot more emotional during some of these if they had given proper um preceding scenes. Cause uh, besides the Chewbacca one, obviously. Yeah, that one's that one's uh has good reason behind it and the Han Solo one. Like Leia's death did even I didn't even feel yeah, anything. Exactly. Cause we're not led to believe that she was anything. gonna that she was gonna die when she talked to Kylo. Yeah, I was like, why? Like she pulled a Luke? Like whenever you transmit yourself and she forced, you just die? The explanation. Is that how it goes? She used the very last bit of her willpower to do that. To save Oh, because she healed uh Ben, right? Or No, save Ben. Make him turn. Oh. And it worked. Oh, she used there was a chance her force it... energy to trans transvert him. Yeah. Because he even in Last Jedi, you saw that he would not kill Leia. No. He had every opportunity to and he never did it. Killed Ben. I mean Han, sorry. Killed Han. Just like that. Did he hesitate? I don't think he Yeah. He hesitated yeah, he just did. a little bit. He, he did. still did it. He was kinda he was he wasn't happy that he had to do it either. He didn't want to. Nah. It doesn't help that he immediately got shot. You know, this would have all been prevented if Chewie had aimed for the head. <laughs> you know like Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Our that too. Game starts out with Chewie shooting Kylo in the head. <laughs> Should have aimed for the head. And then Finn's like, what was that for? Just like, I went for the head. There's a violent, gory explosion on screen, and no one expected it to happen. It's a PG-13 movie. <laughs> Yay, violence. Dude's head on a table after he decapitated him. It was an alien, though. There wasn't technically blood. It was slime. There- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing face cams for this. <laughs> it all to- well played, well played, Tommy. Well played. <laughs> Literally what I'm like whenever I hear you talk normally. <laughs> Every pause that you hear me do is not me cutting out. It's me just doing those face. <laughs> I can guess that now. <laughs> we can picture it now. So, okay, so Ben's back. Ben's back and better than ever, and he's going to go save Ray. So Ray's confronting Palpatine, right? And but she's faced with this proposition that if she kills Palpatine, he'll possess her. Even though this whole time Palpatine's trying to kill her, but he knew that Ray wasn't gonna die, and he knew she was gonna try and kill him. So he he tells her, "Oh, okay, if you kill me, your soul will my soul will be in your soul, and we'll be heartless, and then we'll be no one's, and then yeah." It was like it was some so King Hearts stuff. Just kill know. him. You have the choice. You don't have to be like him. Just no, well, that was that was a thing. Like, apparently, she was powerless to him possessing her or something. How does that work? I don't That's understand it either. Essence transfer? Try to bribe him. He tried to do the same stuff in Legends, and that's what got him killed. See where they got that from? He transfers his soul right before his body dies. 
so he can't die. He tried to possess Anakin Solo. Um, somebody got in the way of him doing that, and he literally killed himself on the spot, and boom, Palpatine's dead. Or so we thought. No, that's literally how he died. Oh, really? That's how it's happened? Oh, okay. That's how it happened in Legends. In this one, though, it's like... It's like he 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 wanted because like she had his potential power, is that right? She had his peak power that he had when he was. Yeah, it's not how. That's not how the force works. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and then so she she's like stuck there. So that's when Ben comes in, kills the Knights of Ren in a little flashy battle with. And um, please explain and- how did she teleport the freaking saber to his hand? I still don't understand that. How in The Last Jedi they were connected. Yeah. Even the fight, the telepathic fight, I'm just like, why? Why is that a thing? They they can interact physically. So he she can just like, oh, Saber's gone. Where's that? (laughs) That's behind your ear. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's that's kind of OP if you think about it. Because it's like one person's on the other side of the galaxy, this one's over here. Yeah, the they were both enemies. One of them can literally just use that aspect and then just <clears throat> kill him. Palpatine called them like a diadem of the Force, which makes yeah. no sense. And then took their powers. What what did he take from them? Well, what power was that? What energy? I thought Snoke was the one that connected, connected them. Like well, he, Snoke is Palpatine. I know that, but I'm saying like in the movie in Last Jedi, he was like. I connected you. Yeah, I guess they could. They just got used to the connect connecting thing, like in the movies. They just kept doing it. Well, they didn't connect until, until like the very start of the movie. During that year time jump, they didn't connect at all. Put a pause on their relationship. Dang, a long distance relationship. <laughs> so, Ben comes back. Ben saves yes. her. And then they both like they're like we're gonna fight Palpatine, and he's just like nah. <laughs> That's funny. And then like yeah, it was like they they that was actually kind of a cool shot though. And then when they're both holding their sabers like that, like he had the, the Skywalker sa- saber, she had Leia's saber. That was neat. Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, Palpatine just lifts up his hand, and then that- just so why didn't he much- do that to her? Why did she have to kill him? Why did why didn't he just do that to her when she first showed up? I don't think he had the power to do it. Oh yeah, he, he did. He just did he it. Did. Even <laughs> even when he was about to die, like well, I won't say he was about to die, but he just looked like like he still had power, but I don't know if it was enough power to actually, you know, destroy Ray until he absorbed their powers and then he became younger ish again. Then I was like, okay, he's at his peak from a past uh, Star Wars movie. He look like. did some, like, cell type stuff. Just absorb them. This feels like, yeah, absorb this feels them. like freaking Dragon Ball Super. They're just making up new stuff. I thought it was cool how he was shooting lightning into the air. I kind of thought that was kind of cool. The base boosted. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Battle of Exegol. Yeah. The tiny resistance fleet showed up, they got whooped, and then the entire galaxy showed up. Entire galaxy was like saying his goodbyes, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, Lando just shows up. 
So, okay, we're here. With, like, a bunch of freighters and, like, transport ships and stuff. Still don't know how they were still able to do anything against, what, like, a hundred destroyers? They had thousands. Who of- also had, like, other pilots, too, inside of each destroyer? TIE fighters, yeah. So I'm like, how do they still win? <laughs> that's like, that's like this battlefield, like tanks and and like helicopters and and ground troops and stuff. And then suddenly the UPS guy shows up, and it's like, we this is the cavalry. We got this, guys. It wasn't really believable. And then, well, wait, they went for the um, they went for the turrets on the bottom because they're like, that's the weak point. And Finn was like, I can feel yeah, it. Because- <laughs> well, they only did. They only went for the bottom of the ship because they equipped every star destroyer with Death Star lasers. Crazy, right? Oh yeah. You know also, the funny thing is, why they, they take care of? Why they hijack one? They blew up Kajimi because why not? Which one was Kajimi again? The one uh, where Zori. Was. Oh okay. Yeah, they just kind of blew it up. I don't remember that. You know what yeah. would be kind of cool. If they hijack one of the ships and then use that laser against all the other ones, that would have been nice. They would have probably blown no, up the rest of the resistance it. fleet if they did that. And that's their fault. They, if they, was up. they hijacked it and made one giant laser go in a huge circle. Because then they would have killed all their allies too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Hey, they would have they destroyed the majority of the destroyers. You're right. Sacrifices need to be made. You're right. I mean, I mean, they they walked in on that one with just a handful of soldiers that first run. Hey, that that shot with um with Lando coming in with the cavalry. Oh, it was very good. Yeah, they had that was the peak John Williams playing right there. I loved seeing the uh, ghost from Star Wars Rebels in that shot. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I, I like to imagine that the entire ghost crew was on that ship. It would have been like Hera, Sabine, Zeb, Chopper, and uh, Hera's son. If they put the actors, if they put if they casted actors for them, they would have killed them off in that movie. I have a feeling. Well, they already had an actor for Hera. Did they? Hera, Hera I think, was in a Rogue One. Huh. Really? I know Chopper definitely was. Yeah. Huh. It was right when uh, you saw R2 and 3PO. She was at the Rebel base. Interesting. It's confusing why they didn't bring her back here. This is like the end-all, be-all. No, that would have been too good. Yeah. It was, at least we got the ship. That's true. That's just what we have to be thankful for. They. What happened during the battle then? Where it Was it like... They didn't turn the tide because Palpatine still supercharged the... Um, the battle stations and zapped everyone with his base boosted Kamehameha. So it's like they were like pretty like it amounted to like almost nothing. I don't remember how their ships got turned back on unless it just happened for like three seconds. That's what it looked like. Oh, they're being zapped for a solid two minutes. Like I thought he just fried everyone's system. Well, That's they did thought. fry some people. Because, like, apparently, Lando's co-pilot from Return of the Jedi, Nine-Nub, the, the silly alien everybody loves, died. <laughs> because why not? They had to make somebody die other than Snap. 
True. <laughs> they chose Nine Numb as the big sacrificial <laughs> character. And then they didn't even show him die. Like, they showed him get zapped, and that's it. There was no indication that he died. Well, maybe he's alive. Maybe he's a Palpatine, and he resisted the Force Lightning. Bro. <laughs> that concludes the second part to our Rise of Skywalker discussion. As always, the Q Command podcast is produced by Savoia Studios and is part of the Savoia Media Network. Just go to SavoyaMedia.com to find all of our shows. And the Q Command podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. To find the Cube Command podcast and other great tech shows, just go to techpodcast.com. And a quick reminder that you can find our show in any podcast app or our website, cubecommand.com. You can also follow us on social media to find the latest updates on our show. And you can follow us on Twitch and YouTube to watch us play games. This has been the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tom Savoya. I want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry, what's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a second. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? Use our promo code CubeCommand to get your first month of hosting free.